you're all very welcome to the next episode of Good Morning Maynooth. Uh, my name is Anna Travers. I'm the Vice President for Student Life and one of your hosts for today. Uh, fellas, would you like to introduce yourselves? Yeah, well, I go first. Go for it, Liam. Yeah. Hi, everyone. So my name is Liam Cosgrove and I'm the President of Maynooth Students' Union this year. Um, and I'm a graduate of politics and sociology, so it's going to get political. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for, I'm Kira Cochran, the chaplain um, in the university, and and I many moons ago I did qualify in um, geography and Spanish, which I'm using neither of in my current career. <laughs> and there's a lesson in that too. <laughs> <laughs> sure, these things happen. So, um, yeah. what's the plan for this week? The plan this week is we're going to go through some sort of things that they don't teach you in your lectures. You know, the kind of tips and tricks to like how to college, uh, how to get through it. Um, if you have any input on anything that we're mentioning throughout the show, please email gmm at msu.ie. And if we do mention um, your story or your tips or tricks, then um, you'll get your very own Good Morning Manoof mug. Um, Ooh. Yeah, we're also going to go through some active citizenship bits, which sounds sounds boring, but uh, what do you Bit of a mouthful, isn't it? Active citizenship. That, like, I was, literally my code is there. I was the active citizenship sender, and I actually created that role in the union, and then I ran for it. And, like, I have the worst kind of lisp, and I literally, like, it all rolls into one for me, and I screwed myself there because I have to sit so many times now. And I want to run an active citizenship week. So, like, that's just going to be a whole mess. <laughs> you have to pay, you have to take a pause, and you're saying that one, like, you're just going to have to yeah. get your thoughts. You usually just turn, and instead of calling it active citizenship, you always go like uh, making civics sexy, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> and then it makes, it, it makes it not boring anyway, then. Who doesn't love a bit of sexy civics? Yeah. So, not, not Honda civics. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll get straight into it, but uh, if you do have any input, it's gmm at msu.ie. Speaking so, of Honda civics, is it me or is like students drive good cars these days? I'm quite impressed with the yeah. level of car in the car park. Do you know what like that is? Years so ago. It's the PUP for the past year and a half. Do you know oh, here we go. They've been saving it. political already. <laughs> <laughs> it's also the great um, student loans that you can receive from CU Life, um, who are our sponsor this year. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Love it, Love it. So how have you been finding me back anyway? What, it's been two weeks? Two weeks? Three weeks? Oh my God, I, I can't even remember. Intense, emotional, crazy but also amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a flood of everything. It's like, it's going back to normal, but it's like, it's just a really weird, it's definitely intense. I'd say a lot of people have gotten anxiety or just like be overwhelmed, I think is, is a key one. Now I'm getting a call. Sorry. Busy, busy. <laughs> but like it's it, when you walk out the door, no matter where you walk on the campus, there's floods of students everywhere. It's, it, it's, it's actually crazy. I'm just so not used to it. Cause you know, like if you were here, like during the summer, or just before, like all the students were back. Yeah. It was it was a ghost town. Like if you see someone, you're like, "What are they doing here? It's suspicious." <laughs> or just walking through crowds, like just like crowds are phenomenal. Just like, oh my god, <laughs> this is mental. Like you know, yeah. like if you go between John Hume and the Arts Block, it's just like going through. It's like being at Rock Egg or something. You know, it just is, like it's just like walking like, through crowds. You're always like, "What's going on here?" I seen yesterday actually because obviously the the clubs and societies right under the tent, yeah, kind of showcase a bit of what they do, and um. There was a rumor going around that Simon Harris was under the tents, <laughs> that he was. And it was going around all the social media then later, like I uh, seen Simon Harris in the John Hume bathrooms. Me and Niall got so curious, we went over to take a look. That's like Chinese whispers, you know, like they're just like the story just gained traction. Like, yeah, you know, I love it. Somebody like, just. Do you know what the, the one I remember when I was a student years ago here? There was a, there was a rumor Peter Andre was going to play. In the SU, yeah. but like it, it started, it started off like that, and then people start putting up posters for it. And like, it's not as if anybody was interested in Peter Andre, but it just seemed so so ridiculous that he was going to play a gig at the SU, and everybody was convinced of it. Like, it was dates put in. Somebody started putting up fake posters oh uh, of the date and everything. But it's it's funny when you start something like that, people just that is so funny. And then you never find out who was the original person that started it. No, no, they're you just know? having a good laugh. But I like that Simon Harris. It's a bit more believable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, we genuinely thought it was serious because we started walking over and we were like, is he actually here? And we were like looking on his Instagram being like, is, is he one, here? One thing I did hear yesterday was meant to be real was supposedly the new president was doing the rounds. Really? Around university, yeah. 
way. So be on the, the look. I was just like, imagine knocking at the door. Ah, hell yeah. Oh, oh. But that's the thing. <laughs> we don't know what height she is. So you wouldn't know. Are you supposed to be looking up? Or are you supposed to be? Do you know what I mean? Fair, you could see Philip kind of coming in the distance. But yeah. Okay, I don't she's know very her. shiny. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know. Could just be a mature student walking around. Yeah. You wouldn't know. Or do you remember um, when you So be kind to the mature students. That's the lesson. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We love our mature students, which reminds me, I'm pretty sure there's a mature student senator position up for grabs. So oh. if any of our mature students are listening and would like to um, run to represent mature students and make sure that they're central to everything that we do here at MSU. Um, I'm saying that, and I need to double check, because if there's already someone there, then I'm going to feel really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Newly elected. So either, yeah. Like, God, uh, not but, even the post yet, they're advertising. I know, uh, I'm going to get grilled. <laughs> and, when this, and when this comes out on Monday morning, they will have a whole uh, 14 hours to get their nomination in. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never know, That's last true. minute. Last I mean, minute. I remember when I ran in first year, um, I was running for Senate and I was running for a combination senator and I filled out the form wrong. So it, this this is time we needed in-person signatures. So I think it was 60 signatures. And um, now it's 120 though. But uh, what you get, you get signatures from other students. Yeah, yeah, they have. Oh, like, 120 students have to nominate you. Oh, and you, what you go around with a leaflet saying, "Would you sign that for me?" Well, you used to go around with a physical one, but now it's an online one, which is so handy because you just go yeah. into different group chats and stuff. But uh, right. whenever I ran and I filled out the form wrong, so I 20 minutes before the nominations closed, I had to fill out a whole new form and get a whole. 120 signatures again or not 120 60 so i was standing between i think it was between the arts block just going back and forward just trying to get people to sign it and i mean i got in <laughs> yeah. i'm just i'm just thinking if they start doing that with irish politics like just the politicians run <laughs> just try your signature not really like you'd be all sorts of bribes getting handed out like just to get a signature I feel like so, some of them wouldn't even get 120. Or... Actually, did did you use lead with, with bribes? I noticed that, you know, there's people often handing out sweets or something. It's like, oh, I often feel like, are you going to insult my intelligence that, you know, a chocolate bar will, will get my vote? But maybe, maybe, maybe well, it will, actually. Got to do what you got to do. Um, <laughs> got to keep that civic sexy. So <laughs> sweets are a good way of doing that. So I'm just, I just double checked here. Yeah, so the positions that are up for the, the, the general election is first year senator so for any first years who've just come in you can run for that position then we have a by-election for the positions that weren't elected um back in march so that's community senator commuter senator uh, frabel senator green campus senator international student senator lgbt plus senator mature student senator mink care senator parents and carers senator part-time course senator and then a research postgraduate senator and a top postgraduate senator. There's wow, that's great. Positions for them. So there's, there's plenty, um, and it, it really helps us to represent all aspects of, of Maynooth. Um, so please do consider running. Like You might think that, oh, I'm not qualified. I don't know anything about that. Well, you do. Your lived experience is enough to, yeah. to be that representative in that room to make sure that we're doing you know, right by your, your cohort of students. Yeah, and just and like it, judging by even like last year, the year before, um, it's great to have so many positions available in the by-election of October elections because, you know, whenever you come in, there's only like three spots left or something and they mightn't be relevant to you or that. It's great that there's like definitely yeah. get involved in. That's how I got involved. Like in first year, I came in and I was mad to, to run for something. And it was actually Katie Deegan, who was VP Education at the time, who kind of said, why not run for Senate? Sure, I didn't know what it was or I didn't know what any of this kind of stuff was. Well, I lie. Like I literally read the Constitution before I even came to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't really know how big of a deal it was. You know what I mean? And Senate is quite a big deal. It's not the biggest, like, so don't feel daunted by it, but it is a really important place and it's a really um, amazing thing to get involved with. And so I ran for community senator um, in the by-election. So around about this time um, in my first year and I got elected. So I've been involved literally since day one. Um, so it's a great way just to get involved and kind of get to know, like for people like me who, like club societies are great. I was society president, but not until I didn't get involved in club societies until the end of second year, kind of third year. But like they're a great way to kind of get involved if you're in that middle zone where you don't really none of the maybe clubs or societies appeal to you or that yeah. kind of stuff. Or maybe you might be a little political or you just want to be more of an active citizen, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a second. But yeah, definitely. Like I know obviously you're sitting there like this podcast will go out probably when nominations are about to close, but do get involved in the elections, promote them. And sure, look, if there's if there's a number of seats left and if there's interest there, we can hold another by-election um, yeah. later later in the year to, to elect those people. I, do you know, I wish I could go back in time to first year or second year third year me like just to get involved honestly i did i 
like that's what I say to students. Like I was just, I just floated around university. I, I didn't get involved in any of that stuff. And I think there's a lot of students. If I was to maybe put a positive spin on that, there's a lot of students that'd be like that. And I definitely, yeah. if you're listening to this and you've never, just go for it because that's the one thing I regret not getting involved in stuff like that because like, yeah, I had a great time in college, but like I'd say stuff like that would have given me a little bit more focus um, because I was one of those students who didn't know what I was doing. But I think if you start doing stuff like that, you might get a, a bit of an understanding of, oh yeah, you enjoy that or, you know, that appeals to me or I can, or, I can, or maybe you, you, you learn from other people or something like. Yeah. Um, and I think Rather than that's, just floating through your three or four years and never getting involved in anything. Like and that. that's literally central to literally everything that we're talking about today, which is, you know, things that they don't teach you in college is that, while I don't like to promote it in terms of like, you know, your CV and that sort of stuff, because we want people to get involved because they want to make change, not yeah. because they want to slap something on their CV. But at the end of the day, it does really help widen your opportunities to to get involved, to network, to meet people, to go to different events and stuff like that. Um, really helps to broaden your horizons and think outside of the box. Um, and I think it's a really unique um, kind of field that not a lot of people are really engaging in. Um, but and I don't know if we want to go into it now, but that's why I'm so passionate about kind of the whole active citizenship stuff is that I really see students' unions as being that bridge between kind of coming from school. And now I know that it's not the case for a lot of people. Some people come back to education and stuff like that, but really the bridge between kind of the first and second level education um, through third level education. And when you leave third level education, you become an active citizen and it's students unions that can be that kind of gateway that, that kind of get you involved in that kind of stuff. Because I think, you know, for a lot of politicians, a lot of good politicians get involved on the ground on issues that impact them. You know, it could be small things, um, whether that's in their local town or village or wherever they are. But like we have to recognize as well, universities and, and communities like that when it's small issues whether it be at the fees be it you know like we were talking there at the start about student space or whether it's about the numerous issues that students face and there are quite a lot you know we are an incredibly fast-growing um university um it's something that i'm very proud of we're only not even 25 years old yet so there we're fast growing we're very modern we're very diverse but we're not fully there yet there's still issues but those issues aren't going to be highlighted or or kind of prioritized by university management if students are not speaking up on them and yeah. and you know we sit on all these committees myself anna the other guys will sit on university committees but sure we could sit there and say nothing like if students don't come to us and tell us this is an issue do you know what i mean now yeah. i recognize i'm saying that and i have about 100 emails i need to get back to in my <laughs> inbox about student space <laughs> and other stuff but just to say that it's a it's a great way to kind of get involved develop your horizons diversify your degree and yeah definitely I'm that's just... one thing i would say yeah, I was just going to say that uh, if anybody else has their own stories of how they got involved or how they didn't get involved, make sure to give us an email, gmm at mxc.ie. Because I know, I, I, like, that you were saying, yeah, yeah. Uh, like you were saying earlier, Kieran, is that like it's very easy to just not get involved and just, just go into your, might, you might need to go to your lectures, but like just, you know, drifting through college, as you said, because I know I, like, if I wish if I gone back, I could be more organized at the start to actually figure out what I wanted to yeah. do with my time rather than just, you know, I don't know, drinking every night and then too late to get involved. And that's the thing. I always thought it was too late to get involved. And I was, like, raging at myself because I'm here. I feel like such a hypocrite. I'm telling everyone, like, uh, it's never too late to get involved. There's always going to be opportunities. And then I'm like, yeah, well, I, I always thought it was too late as well. So, Do you know uh, what, right? If you if you were to look at the three of us, right, it'd be, it, it would be a good representation of kind of the spectrum on campus, right? So you've got, like at different levels of wanting to get involved or being organized or whatever or disorganized like and, and honestly like in my like I, I just think like it's I'm, I'm the kind of person still to this day I need a bit of a kick in the arse to do things but whenever I do them I always love the fact that I'm like when you're in the middle of doing something it's like oh wow this is amazing like I love being part of this project or you know and, and feeling and but it's just that that kind of kick in the backside and I think like that's that's what I love you guys are doing is you're, you're giving people just a gentle nudge to like go for it you know and i think the more you see that and as you were saying liam if, if if you make civic sexy like then then it's like well it's not like a chore to do it it's like yeah. well actually that'd be great to get, get involved in that like you know i think a big part of that though is um and because i remember last year i'm sorry i'm wife for reminiscing haven't i but uh, i remember liam sitting down and explaining to he said some about politics and i was like i am not interested in politics don't even brand me like that and then <laughs> once you break it down to how it actually affects you it just makes sense and that's how it helped me because like if you break it down to the simplest things I'm trying to think for example like I don't know like you don't have a bin you don't have somewhere to 
fill your water bottle or you don't have a bin or something. Yeah. That all, these are like, everything's for that. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. No, but you, do you know? Do you know this as well? Do you know one thing I've I've realized as I've got older, like, is that I hate. I absolutely hate people to just moan and yeah. never do anything about it because, yeah. not, like, okay, I don't like. I'm saying hate because I'm a bit older. I could probably say that if I've experienced <laughs> that a little bit more. I know there are people who are genuinely they're going through whatever issue it is, and it's getting at them, and they they probably need to vent. So I understand that. I want so I won't use the word hate. But it does drive me a little bit crazy. Like, it's just like, you have to try and do something. Either you get yourself out of that situation or you try and make a positive change. But if you just keep giving out about it, you're just going to be... Mm-hmm. Like, I met a student the other day. It was the like, first person I met in a long time. It was just, God help them. They were so negative. And I just said, look, like, the, things aren't going to change that much. You have to do something yourself. Like, are you just going to be... Like, if, the, if, this, if you're already now annoyed and you've only just started, like, you know, you have to try and change or else you're just going to be complaining all the time. Um, and it's the same in society. Everybody that gives out yep. and moans, and sure, is Northern a great place for moaning? Like, yeah, it's, it's a very Irish thing, and it's you know, yeah. it's saying that giving out, um, or it, there's the two dangerous polar opposites, which is you know, people who are the Karens who moan and, and go to the extreme, but they'll do it on Twitter or they'll do it to their family and friends, oh, but they yeah, won't actually yeah. go to the places that can impact it. Or you've the other element of Irish people, which is ah, should be grand. I'm <laughs> sitting out in the pissing rain doing my lectures, um. <laughs> But sure, it'll be grand. I don't want to complain. I don't want to be that person. So like you have the two extremes, but like there is a middle ground and that is actually doing something about it. Um, and doing something about it doesn't have to be you start a protest and you, you know, you, bec- you, you know, start this whole movement and then become Taoiseach. Do you know what I mean? Nobody's saying that you have to do all of that kind of stuff. It's just you have to go to your representative, send an email, send a text. Um, just walk, come into the offices to us, let us know what we can do and, and take an active approach to it. And, you know, sometimes that's all, that's all it is. Leave it there. We'll take the rest or of even, it. Or even vote, do it. even vote. Because I, I came from a family that never yep. votes. Yep. So I grew up not voting. And I remember somebody just being completely flabbergasted because I was like, no, I just, so what's the point? It's not going to make a difference. You're like, well, like, that's mm-hmm. nothing will ever happen. And I think that. I needed, a, again, I needed a bit of, a, I was kind of a bit embarrassed afterwards. I was like, Jesus, why don't I vote? And it's because I came from a culture, like a family that they were just they, like, I guess they just, I suppose I, I'd come from a working class background. So my mom and dad and their brothers and sisters and all that, they just kind of went, well, we're too busy with life. We don't have time yeah. for that. You know, but it's seeing, I think it's realizing nowadays that, that those days are kind of gone. You have to at least yeah. vote. If you can't go beyond that, at least vote then. I, yeah, um, I came from the exact same background. Because I remember the last general election, I was uh, saying to my whole family, like, because when we were around here doing like um like when it was like active voter registration and stuff and I was so surrounded by everybody that was like yeah vote make a difference and everything and then I went home with my family like sure we don't see anything from it so why would you bother and I was like what, what do you mean you don't and I was kind of like right okay and then it was my mom was giving out about something and I turned and goes yeah you're denied with this but you won't vote at all so I was like not saying like you don't have a right to give out or whatever, but if you're not, you're going to try and do the bare minimum, which is voting. But like I yeah. like as you were saying earlier, like if you don't have, if you don't go to your representatives, how do you expect there to be a difference? Because I know you say like you have hundreds of emails there about student space, and I have a couple as well. But there's almost fifteen thousand students in this university, and I would say a large cohort of them are giving out about student space. So can you oh, imagine yeah. if we had an email from every single one of them? And what we could show, you put that data get together and it's there, you have the numbers, you have the words, you have... Oh, it'd, be hard. it'd be hard not to take action on the back of that. Exactly. But, there's, but there's the point, and it's like, this is what I say about active citizenship, is that as a country, as people, as citizens in this republic, we have rights, um, and we love to talk about our rights and, oh, you know, how the pandemic has taken them away or different things um, are, are impacting our rights as, as citizens. But we also have responsibilities. And I think that's something that we've really left at the door, which is, you know, people love to say, oh, whether it was 1916 or independence or whatever, you know, people fought and died for this and stuff. Yeah, but what are you doing? You can't even pick up the phone or you can't even send yeah. a message. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We have responsibilities, which is um, in every five years or so we go to elections, whether that's local elections, European elections or um, general elections to elect our government. Um, and then in between that, you can't just sit down and be like, oh, I voted. And oh, well, um, you know, not to get overly political about it, but for example, like Sinn Féin would have got the largest vote margin, but they're not in government. And people would say, oh, oh, it's rigged. I give up. No, that's just how our democratic system works, is that the majority 
rules. So when you can put together a coalition, that's how it works. But what ha- what's important is that you don't give up in the immediate. And that's what Irish people have done, is that they go and they vote and then they come back and sit. Uh, do you know what I mean? And that's only the minority that do that, vote. That's like, it. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, we, solid, have, yeah. we have, like, like you said, Anna, we're coming up on 15,000 students. And in our elections, we're struggling to get over 2,000 turnout. Like, that's horrendous. Like, that's really, yeah. really bad. Um, so, like, we don't really have a mandate to be sitting here. Now, I'm saying that, and mm-hmm. please don't take my office or my <laughs> job. I do like this job. But realistically, we don't have a mandate to be going around and, and representing students. We need them to get out involved yeah. and engaged and vote and show that we have the mandate to be representing them. Otherwise, there's nothing we can do. And I think you made a fair point, which is, why would I vote when I feel like it doesn't impact me or when I don't have time to? And that is systemic of and again here's my political cultural isn't it sociological head on me but it's part of that working class disenfranchisement that has happened in every country over the last number of years which is you know keep the poor poor keep them working keep them busy and then let the elites go out and vote in the middle class and stuff like that and then nothing ever changes and because you know the the rest of us can't actually find the time even if we did want to vote and to do our research to be informed to be active citizens and i recognize that that is a privilege when i say that you know oh be an active citizen but it is a privilege to do that and i think it's important that we put the, the emphasis on this we should have active citizenship uh, education in our first second third level educations um, yeah. and beyond um, and then we should also ensure that elections are a celebration every general election day should be a national holiday um our, our university should close that's some that's a motion that i brought to senate about two years ago that i would like to push forward with the new president is highlight we should close our university whenever there is a general election whenever we have our student union elections we should be out there with banners and you know big like you said freebies and um fireworks if we can really celebrating that this yeah, is an election yeah. this is a time for you to have your voice heard this is you day do you know what i mean um uh, i think you know that disenfranchisement is it's very sad um but the only way we can change it it goes back to your other point which is you know you know students coming in and being like oh things are bad and kind of being down and gloomy and stuff like that which is completely fair we all have our down days sometimes the world is against you but like the one thing that i say and i said it to the team here on monday is that no one cares no one's coming to help you you yeah, have yeah. to help yourself you know what i mean <laughs> but, and that might sound very brutal no but it you know what brutal, right? there's there's the first thing you don't teach in lectures yep. so there, it's a, that's it right there right so if you're yep. gonna if you're not happy with how your life is or how things are going for you and all you do is moan it's never going to change all you're going to do is you're just if you're going to take that into your like let's say your adult life but you know your life beyond university and it'd be exactly the same because i've seen that i've seen that coming out of college you go into uh, industry into like the private sector or wherever wherever you go and work and people are exactly the same as they were when they were young those those that moaned and never did anything are exactly the same when they're older and you could just end up just floating through life and not never really happening for you you have to you have to go for things like, you have to make things happen like if you're not happy with your course change there's there's, yeah. there's, a, there's an option to change modules think, you know I what think, i mean stuff even that like you know as, yeah. as a starting point i think that a large part of it as well comes from that like secondary school mindset and i know like not all of our students are just coming from secondary school or haven't just taken up here we have a, a very diverse campus of different access routes and everything but um but a large cohort is still people that are coming from secondary school maybe if they take a year out but they're still in that mindset that you can't do anything because simply you couldn't really, to be honest, unless there is a big systematic change in sector schools or primary schools. But yeah. you know, you're you're still you're you're answering to your teachers, you're answering to your parents, you're answering to different people. But now you come here and because you've got so much freedom, you usually just go down the bad habit route. So okay, I yeah. freedom, let me go out every night and that you yeah. don't go, okay, I have freedom, I can actually have a conversation with my lecturer or with the academic department to say I'm not happy here or this is what I want or do you know different things like that whereas it's not highlighted enough when you get it's to so, university it's, it's so like funny you say that like as well there's a William yeah. saying like the family like that's if you talk about 2,000 students on campus are the only ones coming in to vote like that's probably very reflective of society so like as well as you being like let's say come from secondary school wherever you came from before college but if like if the people around you and your family uh, if there was a culture of non- you know, not getting involved, not voting, mm-hmm. but then you're you're hardly just suddenly going to pop 18, 19 into college. Oh wow, a sudden change! It would be more of a gradual thing, and maybe maybe the first time your your call for change is coming from the likes of you guys. Maybe that's the first time some young people are actually thinking like that. So you know, and so that's kind of important. It shows the importance of what you guys are doing. I'm all, myself as well, and people 
people in support roles or in leadership roles in the college. Yeah. It's very important. But I think it's so important as well to kind of highlight the impact of a vote. Like I know a lot of people will say, oh, I'm just one person. What kind of a difference is it going to make? But it really does. Um, and not only is it one person, but getting other people around you to vote. Like, let's look at the maths of it. And I'm not very good at maths. But when you um, you look at, let's say, right, we very low voter turnout. Break it down for me, Dougal. Break it down. Yeah, <laughs> we have it. We have very low, relatively very low voter turnout here. I mean, we want it to be higher. But if we're averaging about 2,000 um, 2000 students turning out to vote, that's actually that's a mandate for a local councillor or for um, a TD. That's actually in local elections, relatively the norm. So I think when you put that into perspective and realize, holy shit, like we actually, as a cohort, as students together, have a very strong voice if we actually use it. And politicians don't expect young people and, and students to actually use it and go out there and vote. And then let's look over in the United States, like the both elections, whether it was in 2016 or, or 2020 there, the, ele- the margin of, of votes where whether it was Trump bet Hillary Clinton or whether Biden bet yeah. Trump was literally a few tens, hundreds, only a few people in a few states that could, in a few, sorry, counties within a state, if that makes sense, could have changed the entire election. Like if they had a vote and not voted, yeah, there were some very tight numbers way. in that in that election. Yeah, and it just shows you that like that can make a very very big difference, especially when you look at our system, which is proportional representation, which means that every single vote counts, whether or not the person that you voted for first preference gets elected. It, your vote will carry. You will get. You will. Your next preferences will actually matter, and I think that's amazing to know. But again, we don't promote that. We have one of the most democratic systems in the world. Only two other countries use the PRSTV system, um, but we're not promoting that. We're not highlighting that to people, um, and I think that's that's a that's a failure on our part. But to go back to kind of what Anna's saying there, and I think it just it's so interesting how active citizenship really ties in with this whole things they don't teach you in college and stuff like that because it's all about the mindset and it's that critical thinking that is seriously missing from third level but every level um whether it's education or life is that people we've we've really brainwashed our our population into thinking you know nothing you copy and paste answers and that's how you're you're knowledgeable is if you can read something remember it and write it down that's not education. Regurgitate it back. Regurgitate it back, basically. Yeah, yeah. and I find yeah. it, it's actually this anxiety then as well when I'm sitting in like um, tutorial rooms when like especially for sociology where you, they want you to to just talk about things, get your sense of what how you think things feel or you know what the way society works and stuff like that, and really just get people's opinions. People freak the f out. Like they literally, they're like, "Oh my god, don't ask me anything. I do not have an opinion. How dare you even ask me anything?" And so, to people like me, egotistical, narcissistic maniacs who love to talk, um, that's crazy. Because I'm like, "Give me the mic. I have so much to say." As you can probably tell from this fucking podcast already. Oops. Um, but then you go into lectures like that, and there's people around me who are terrified because the only thing they've ever known is you're an idiot. You don't know anything learn this off, write it down, and we'll give you a few points. And then we put you into college where they expect the exact opposite from you. How does yeah. that make sense? How is that fair? No, but you know, do you know what it is as well? It's like um, you're, it, it, everything's so introverted. It's like, it's all about you. Like, you know, probably the, I know it didn't happen this year, but with like the president's kind of introduction and stuff, but normally it'd be all about your journey through, through university. Like never talking about the people around you. Like the way each of us has that ripple effect like what we do affects the lives of so many others, like people you meet on a daily basis. Or, you know, if you ever think about that, it always blows my mind. It's almost like molecular or atoms or something in science, but like each of us will impact an individual and another individual and another, and they will go on and just that whole ripple effect. So like we all exist in this, in community, but we don't really talk about community. So we just, it's always about us. And like, I got to get through college, got to get through college, not realizing that, well, actually, why don't I interact with the people? Like, why can't I be part of something? Why can't I make a bit of change and, and, and kind of the camaraderie that comes from that, or even just a sense of achievement or, and as you said, like Liam, having a personal opinion, um, because unfortunately it's, it's kind of sad because you, you look at all the movies around anything. If you ever see university in a movie, you always get like some student who's like challenging a lecturer or department, and they're like a person for change, you know, but as here, you're exactly like, you're given a reading list. You stick to that. Um, you basically, without plagiarizing, you basically give back what you've read. The exact same stuff. Wouldn't it be great to say, well, actually, I have a different theory and I'd like to present this. But how many students do that? You know, I'd love to know, even with the, the, the students doing doctors and stuff. But yeah, I think it's just that getting away from the individual and realizing that we're all, we're all together. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're nothing. If, 
like if it was all so individualistic with them scratch the campus and let's just do open university we're all just there yeah. remotely like do you I know what's the point in coming in to a, a campus full of people if we can't all work together and, and be together like not just be stuck in our own little bubble i feel like uh yeah the theme of this episode is really like no one cares but like in a good <laughs> way does that make sense because i w- it was told to me in first year oh my god here's me reminiscing again um <laughs> told to me in first year oh no like cares. three years ago <laughs> Nah, that was only three years ago, yeah. That was okay. But um, they said somebody said to me, nobody cares, and I was like, okay, bum me out about that, okay, grand. But they're like, no, no one cares. Do what you want, challenge things, you know, get involved. Oh uh, yeah, from the other aspects. Yeah. I know every time I do anything, students union, my family go off in the group chat, taking the piss out of me, <laughs> and it's like grand. But no, like I stopped caring about that, or I stopped caring when people go like or, or you know make comments like um. Like, you know, these are all careerists and stuff because that's a really old, like, mindset of students' unions and stuff. And you're like, you know what? I know why I'm here. You know, I know what, what my goals are. I have them written down. You can read them if you want, but your mindset's not going to change, so I'm just not going to care about it. Are you are you love a good protest, you know? Yeah. So is that yeah. like, oh, look at them all protesting again and I mean, but they all have great lives. If these people have those um, those mindsets, like, came and had a five-minute chat with you, you, you change their mind because... If you say I'm doing a protest, I'm like, oh Jesus, here we go again. Should we even protest? And then you but, come and you you're like, sorry, you're sitting out doing your extra in the cold and you don't want us to protest about it, even though we're representing you and we sit on all these university plays. Yeah, but you, do, do you yeah. know there's a thing there, and Liam, you'd know this, right? If you're thinking about right, if you look at politics, right, and the problem with the country, and it, it turns out we're talking about like almost we're going outside the university, but it's very much reflected in the university. Yeah. Like you'll have the bus drivers will be giving out about the nurses, the nurses will be giving out about the teachers. The, everyone else will be giving it to the students, like taxi man will be giving it to the students. And reality is we're all struggling. But it's just, it's never going beyond your own. It's realizing like you're stuck in your own little silo and never looking beyond that. And that's the thing of like active citizenship, isn't it? It's just you're you're, you're going beyond yourself and you're looking at other people and you're looking at the environment around you and how you but, interact with it. You know? But that's the key thing as well. And it is that disenfranchisement, that disempowerment and that kind of separation. Like we're literally all, so like all those people you mentioned, whether it's nurses, whether it's teachers, whether it's um, the people who work in, in buses or in um, retail or anything like that. And then They're students, called bus drivers. We're all, I know, but I want, <laughs> I was going to say bus. Men. I, was, I was doing your typical. <laughs> trying to do the gender. So, yeah. Trying to do gender neutral. But um. <laughs> The, the point is they all have unions. We're all in unions, but the actual unions are not united. Um, yeah, and I think yeah, that's, yeah. What's, that's what's hilarious is that we've really just been fed a bunch of lies. We've allowed ourselves to feed into this talk of, um, oh, sure, look at that. Who do they think they are asking for that? Instead, oh, yeah. we should be like, fair play. They should be asking for that. Yeah. And we should be asking for that as well. Because when, when we all divide, um, it's divide and conquer. When we all divide and we're fighting amongst each other, the people at the top are sh- having their share, fair share yeah. of the wealth and yeah. they're having a great time because they're like, ha look at them all fighting against each other. Um, and it's just, it's really, really sad kind of indictment of society that that's how cynical we've gotten and how bad we are without seeing that community spirit. Like people love to say, oh, the Irish, there's a great sense of community. The, me, me backside, I was yeah. about to say else, but I like, maybe year, I think true. maybe years ago, Liam, I don't think yes. But yeah. and there's the point as well. Like another thing that triggered me there is even kind of you know Anna saying like, well, you know, pe- oh look at here's the students protesting again, and especially people of older generations. That's where it just like that's where it annoys me because I'm like we have to protest because we physically have no other choice because your generation didn't protest. You didn't say yeah. anything when the government stopped building houses in 1980. 40 years ago, the government stopped building houses. Now there is literally nowhere for us to live, and we're going to have to move. I love this country. I don't want to have to emigrate, but when I literally can't sleep anywhere, when, I, when there's nowhere for me to go, and those tents outside JH are great, but I'm not sleeping in them. Um, <laughs> so where, what are we going to do other than protest and say, can yeah. you please just do something? Can you build a house? Like, it's not that difficult. And so then for us to have to protest, that should really be a sad indictment. And people should be turning around saying, oh, God, I'm really embarrassed about our generation that we've done this, um, whether it's housing, whether it's um, you know, the, the climate crisis, whether it's all the, the impending crises, um, we, we have no other choice than to actually do something. But protest is all well and good. And, and don't get me wrong, we do a lot of work behind the scenes and we go into meetings and we, we can solve things like, for example, graduations without having to go to protest. And it's great to see that the, the university engaged with us on that. And now we will have on-campus graduations, um, both for the October graduates like Anna um, and then for um, people like myself who graduated in September or the class of 2020 will all have on-campus 
campus graduations. And that's through just communication, negotiation and working together and helping to understand people's point of views. And that's a lot of the stuff that we do behind the scenes. But once again, we can't do that if people don't get involved and, you know, try that that route first um, and, and highlight what their issues are so that we can maybe highlight them to the university. If there's no movement on that and if we're feeling like they're not listening to us, that's when you can go to protest. But yeah, I think it's important to kind of highlight that that nobody wants to protest. Yeah. I know it's just yeah, that's just a cultural thing, isn't it? It's just like yep. one generation giving it up with the next and that realism we're all like we're all we're all struggling in some sort of way, you know. But um and it's funny, it's that thing that I mentioned earlier in the podcast, which is the ad will be grand. It's such an Irish thing, but it's like ad will be grand. I don't want to make a fuss. That's re- that's a really bad thing. Like when I when I first was getting involved in politics, and um, when I said that I loved politics, or when I ran to be involved in the students' union, my granny was just like, "Oh my god!" She was like embarrassed. <laughs> she was like, "Please don't. It'll be grand. Like just don't. Like you don't need to be at that stuff." But also, she was concerned. She was like, "That's not an easy life to go into." So you know, she was kind of concerned for me as well. But it's just that perfect. She was thinking of Norbert here now. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's the thing of like, ah, it'll be grand. Just leave it alone. But that's what we've done yeah, for the last yeah, yeah, yeah. 100 years of this state. Yeah. And that's where it's gotten us, is that it's not grand. Things are yeah. falling apart. Yeah. The cracks are starting to show. It's, um, it's funny yeah. you say that about your granny. My, whenever I was running to be a senator in first year, or it might have been academic writing that I was going for, I can't really remember. But I came home all excited to tell my family oh, I'm going for this. Like, I'm getting involved. Like, uh, And at that point, I just thought, I'd pop it on the CV, you know, it'll look good. And literally mom turned and go oh, no don't do that and I was like why why not and she was like because that's how they trick you and I was like what do you mean how, how do we know they trick you and she was like you won't be focusing on your like studies you'll be they'll be making you do loads of stuff getting involved with all this stuff and you get nothing from it and here I am now and now I get paid to do it so <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you, sometimes you have to prove uh, people wrong yeah. sure I've had when I went to do me when I went to change careers like sure people tell me I was mad and all leave people close to me you know Sometimes you, you got to do that. Like that, 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 that's there's something else that they don't teach you. It's like, like your your students are now you're right. This is it. You're now making your plan for life. Like so, but, sometimes the people closest to you don't always give you the best advice yeah, either. Like you have to sometimes go on your own. Like and, it's you great know. to be able to challenge that though as well. Yeah. But um, just because somebody is older than you, or just because somebody says yeah. they have more experience, it doesn't mean that your voice is worthless. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Because I always find that's quite intimidating where like you just assume everybody else knows more about something because you know they're older or they have more experience with it and everything but like your voice is just as important because for example like with with student issues for example like yeah there could be like lecturers different departments and stuff that um because they've worked in the university or they have worked with students for years that they know everything about it and you just assume that as well but you're the student living it yeah, you know, I mean? you, 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 know you know your life better than anyone else. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that's like that the misconception and going back to the kind of ah, it'll be grand sentimentality that we have in the country is that it leads to a situation where, like we said, you know, people, as soon as they hear unions, they go, oh, they go, oh, those guys. <laughs> um, and I think it's the Zip same two. here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they go, they, they, it's the same here then within the university is that, you know, we'll, I'll talk to people within the university and we've been trying to reintroduce ourselves and, and build connections within the university. And then people are kind of like, oh, here's the union. They're going to create a fuss or they're going to say something or whatever. But that's my job. It's not my job to say that is fantastic. Yeah, well yeah, done. Yeah. I love those tents where people are sitting out in the piss and rain and the cold. That's a great job, university. Well done. It's my job to highlight the, the extreme and go to the extreme so that at least they will come to the middle. Like, it's not our job to... Be, to now, we do collaborations. We'll work with, for example, yourselves in student services and, you know, different university initiatives and we'll highlight those to students. But it's not our job to be the spokespeople of the university. It's no. our job to be the spokespeople of the students and highlight highlight what it is that students are saying to us so the university should be glad that we're going to the extreme and highlighting the things that they should want to be better on um and to like don't get me wrong like a lot of them do but i feel like sometimes there's that thing of oh can you please not make a fuss you should be begging us to make a fuss so that you can be better um, and that you can ask for more funding or you can ask for such and such um, or you can, you know, highlight um, the data that we're able to provide in, in terms of student feedback. And I think it's just reimagining that. And that's what I'm trying to really bring to this role and to this to, to the union this year is that element of we're not just going to um, take boxes anymore. We're not just going to like yeah. allow things to, to, to go through without being kind of at least 
criticize that's what we're there for do you know what i mean and and use us for that do you know um, do you know what that is liam when people say that like oh god here you, you know oh no uh, that's gonna be or there's gonna be a fuss or whatever like it's just because like i, I think people get to a point where you just want to keep the wolf away from the door yeah and there's a lot of people unfortunately like that where they just let me do my thing and as long as i don't have any stress or you know i don't anything to come back to me but it's, it's kind of like well actually it's an, would it not be great to you know if you guys are, are coming and, and you're shouting about an issue it's like great okay now we know there's something that's not working, so let's fix it. And then you'll have a lot more happier people. And then not only have you fixed it, but you could be part of that fix. And it doesn't look great. Like, even if you're being selfish, isn't it great that I was able to help and be part of that? Like, change? It's also, from what I found, it's people take it very personally, like whether it's within the university or anywhere else. And we, we're, we're, we're a great yeah. university. We're one of the, we're a national university of Ireland, but we are relatively small. Like there's people working in, in offices just by themselves, like yourself and others who are literally, but, but there's entire departments who are just two people or they're just yeah, one yeah, person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so things yeah. can get very kind of personalized. People take it as like an offense or stuff like that. And I think that again is just a symptom of the society that we're in now is that like people tweet or they say things or whatever, and they take it as a personal attack or something like that. But I think it's, important to kind of separate the, the work from the personal which is it's our job to highlight all these kind of things like for example we'll say oh um we need such and such from this department and the department will be like yeah but you know that we're understaffed and under resourced and then i'll say so are we we know that you are but if we don't highlight it how do you think you're going to get staffing and resourcing it's by highlighting the issues and staff can't do that they're not going to say to their higher-ups here we're so understaffed and under resourced is unacceptable because they want to keep their jobs and i recognize that so it's our job then to kind of highlight to, to the higher-ups these are the issues and so not to take it personally because i find it so funny as well that i'm in this job doing that because as a person I will literally go to a coffee shop and they will give me the entirely wrong order and they'll probably charge me double for it. And I will literally say nothing. I'm the least embarrassed <laughs> person I've ever met. Like, I, I hate it's conflict. an Irish thing, though. Yeah, I hate so conflict. It's so disappointing when you walk away with something like yeah, that. Yeah, but I would rather, I'd rather drink it and hate it than you, actually say anything. So that's literally, yeah, you'd almost tip them for it as well because, oh, it's not that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, that's that's the type of person that I am as a person in, in terms of a personal level. But in terms of a work profession, like, I was elected by students to do this job. If I don't do it justice, what am I even doing here? Um, So... Liam, I'll tell you a bit of a tangent. You, I'm laughing listening to that because I'd be like, the amount of times I wish I'd maybe stood up for myself in certain things, you think in life, or, you know, if, if somebody said something and I didn't like shut them down. And then I, I'm, I'm thinking back years ago, this is now back like a single life where I was married, but like I remember coming in one night after a night out and I was like, McDonald's missed me cheeseburger in my order. So oh. I, had to get, I got a taxi back oh to the McDonald's to get me cheeseburger. I was like, I felt so strong about it. So like, why, why can't we as a society feel things that are really important to us we tend to give out about the most stupidest things um and the things that are most closest to us we're still we're just an awful we're an awful group of human beings we're just taking stuff on the chain you know and not do you mean like even if it comes down to that whole thing of saying sorry do you know what I, mean? I think people often joke about in ireland like many times yeah. you say sorry during the day oh yeah, yeah. you've never done it wrong like do you so, know what so, like it's yeah, but it, it like it even brings it back to in like your lectures and your tutorials and everything. Um, always ask. Like I'm not saying ask questions and stuff. Yeah, ask them if you want. I, don't, I it doesn't make a difference to my life. But ask for the extensions. Ask for the ask for yeah. the extra help. You know because you just don't because you think you don't deserve it. Do you know what I mean? And they want here's you the, to here's succeed. the truth about extensions. Right, if you want to go for extensions, obviously thanks Anna bringing us back into topic. You're getting stuck on cheeseburgers there. <laughs> but um, no, like extensions, right? Like departments have to give out a day for it. This is my experience, right? Uh, from a staff member, like now realizing and, and working with departments and having students have come into me looking for extensions are worried about their work. Like they have to give a date for, for a, an assignment to be put in. So whatever it is, if it's like 12th of December. But the truth is they don't correct those uh, assignments on the 12th of December. And they completely acknowledge that people for whatever reason might need extensions but all you have to do is ask yeah you're just so terrified as if like if i go in and it's probably come back to the maybe secondary school or wherever they were previously if they were in a job where if you didn't get stuff done you were going to get a wrap on the knuckles but it's like they, they, if, if you ask then it's fine they give it to you in my experience generally you get a week or two weeks no problem at all yeah. Because if the lecturers are honest, they probably won't even be marked. If that thing, if that assignment is due 12th of December, they probably won't end up marking until January. But, but not they even have to have a date so people have something to aim for, you know? Not yeah. even that. They want they want something quality. So if you say, look, like, if you're, if you're honestly honest and say, yeah. 
if if you want that in by this day, not not in a hateful way, don't play play obviously because there's people at the end of the day. But if if you say like I can produce something quality if you give me an extra two days or you give me that extra time, but for now it's just gonna be rushed together and yeah, and you're not gonna have a good time reading it. Do you know what I mean? They want they want to sounds like blackmail. I know it actually does. Maybe don't go about it like that. But like they want you to be doing no, but I know, I know what you mean, to, though. I know what you mean. Let yeah. me do, let him, let me submit it right, or just to give, give it, do it justice, and you, you'd feel better yourself even getting the extension. Rather, but then, like one thing I found is an academic rep, and I think it's really important that you do know who the academic rep is in your class, um, or that like even that your education officer, that your faculty conveners are all there for you. Because one thing I found that, like for example, something very basic like MCQ times. So we used to have like an MCQ, I think last year, um, on a Friday, Friday after lunch or something. And it just, it didn't suit the whole class. So every single week there would be loads of students emailing saying, oh, like, oh, I didn't get to do it. Can I do it at a different day? Or like, can I, you extend the time I didn't get it submitted? And everybody in like the class group chats would be given out, given out, given out. But not one person had said it to the lecturer because everyone was given out to each other. And it's like, it, it, this is a very basic thing about our wider issue that we were talking about earlier is that you can't talk or moan to the wall and expect something to be done. But when so the lecturer we, assumes it's perfect. Oh, yeah, sure, loves because it. nobody's yeah. told them. <laughs> yeah. Then um, once you got together and you said, okay, our academic rep on behalf of the class is saying that there is a problem with the time on this MCQ, they were like, yeah, no problem, we could change it. And they were like, wish you'd told us weeks ago. You know, like they want they want you to be able to do the best you can. That's what they're there for. Yeah, I think yeah, I think your average student is very quiet. Like even when it comes to everything, like you like yeah, between even looking for extensions or whatever, but even thinking their own kind of personal life, even come back to what you were saying, we were saying, Anna, we wanted to talk about like getting involved with people or getting just the honestly, the average across campus is a is a very quiet student mm-hmm. with the head down and um, going back and forth. And it is kind of I I just feel like crying out sometimes. It's just like, oh God, I was there. Like, you know, it's, and it's only when you take those first initial steps of getting yeah. involved or whatever it is. So if you want an academic rep or get involved in the Senate or even just to get out and vote or even just to go and join a club society, it's only you start doing that you start finding your voice yeah. because that's, that's the norm. And, and so, and it's, I suppose it's wonderful that you can sometimes see that transition. But a lot of times I do see students that they never seem to get past that because maybe they never, just make that four step into but doing something. You have the opportunity now as a student, no matter how shy you are or how going you are, to finally break that personality yeah. that you have. Because, yeah. because I, like I know I keep saying it, but nobody cares. If you're if I walked out here and walked to Londres and was singing at the top of my lungs the whole way there, <laughs> nobody would take any heed. Like, and the sooner you realize that, that I would. Okay, <laughs> but, that's a bit weird. <laughs> but i think we should do that should be like a challenge like the ice bucket challenge yeah you can like, go from the front yeah. of the arts block to jh singing to the top of their lungs no but i think on that point like the one thing that no, has, but i know what like, you mean Anna. yeah definitely. yeah like the, the one thing that kind of has empowered me was definitely getting involved and i think within this job is like i said if i went to a coffee shop and i asked for a coffee and didn't get what I wanted, I wouldn't say anything. But if I'm in a university meeting and I'm asking for something on behalf of students and we're not getting it, then I, I'm going to get enraged. Then I get empowered because I feel like I'm actually representing something. It's 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 above it's me. Do you know what I mean? Effect. It's yeah. not just me. And it's like, that's, that's kind of that empowerment that has really empowered me is that I am here for a reason. So my voice does matter. And that's like, the, like, that's so empowering to anyone. So it's really, we want to give that to as many people as we can, whether it's being an academic rep or a senator or any of our different positions is to know that your voice matters. And as a student, there's 15,000 of us and you might think, oh, surely we all can't matter. You can because you pay the highest fees. In no, the everybody, matters. Come here. everybody matters. So yeah. do you know what I mean? Your, your opinion matters. And regardless yeah. of how much money you are paying, it should matter. Why, don't, why am I getting so many calls today? Because <laughs> your president ever calls me. No one ever calls me. <laughs> But Anna, I, I, I know what you're saying though. Like it's it's actually the safest environment. If you're gonna ever get past that that caricature caricature of yourself, where I've always been a bit quiet, never you know able to talk to people or voice my own opinion, like this is the place to do it here because it's, like it's, it's a, a safe community, environment. Though. Yeah, it's nobody will judge you. That everybody yeah. talks about as well is yeah. that like even if you are the shyest of person, the same opportunities are still there for you. You don't have to be the person shouting the loudest to get what you want. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people might sit and go, oh, 
they're hearing about us talking about getting involved it's a great way to meet people in that and saying you know that's not for me and that's fine it doesn't have to be for you but at least at the very least take a step go um i don't know text into your class group chat and say does anyone want to grab a coffee or if you find a club in society that has an interest you can guarantee the rest of them have the same interest or some of them at least and once you just say spark a conversation oh my god it's just so easy then and then once you make not even even if you make one friend he's all build off each other's confidence and he's like yeah. you empower each other do you know what i mean so then do, it just, do you know, it spirals from there i, I just have totally to, agree totally i just have to head on um there's students that have just come into the building actually with some complaints so Woo! must have heard us so that's great so i just want to go and address those um but it was great to chat and i'll see you later make sure Thanks for coming uh, what is it gmm uh, MSU.ie. Get those mugs and um, get those complaints. And hashtag GMM. Spread <laughs> the words. Thanks, guys. GMM, MSU.ie. Cheers, Em. Great. Okay. Enjoy your have, complaints. We don't have to talk about after relationship anymore. I'll thank God we're finished that segment. <laughs> 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 Poor old Liam. <laughs> no, but uh, like, it's, do you know what? You were saying like about getting involved, and do you know what? I, I've been saying it for years, but you know it as well. Like it, we're a commuter campus, and it is. It, it's it's kind of like it's killing. It's killing part of the, the university experience for a lot of people coming in, and like having five hours between lectures and yeah. just all. It's a commute, the humdrum. Like we we get it. We think I think that's like uh, that. There, there's a like a, a something for the second years coming in who weren't here previously, so they've been at home. Uh, kind of, it's supposed to one say, let's say, the comfort of their own home, but probably just bored as well, looking to get involved. They couldn't. They're in now, and there could be a lot of them commute. Was it like seventy to seventy-four percent of the campus commute? Um, and then the first years coming in commuting, um, like, don't like getting involved. It's not even about like not. We're just saying it like a cliche. It's like it, it'll stop you going and sitting in your car if you have a car yeah. if you're looking enough, or if you're waiting on the bus and you're just wandering around. Why wander around when you can actually find things to get involved with? And they'll just help structure your day. They'll yeah, help you feel definitely. involved. Like they'll, because it, it's, it's not, a, it's not a great, college isn't going to be great for you if you're going to be just commuting in, uh, floating between lectures and you have a good, mm-hmm. you might have a long wait some days or you, or whatever it is, you might just be coming in for an hour or some other days. So it's almost like it's just a chore coming into college, turn it into, oh, I can't wait to go in. And see the guys at that meeting yeah. today, or or for all you know, whatever you're involved in is meeting on a Thursday at lunchtime, or whatever it is. That, like. I always think that loneliness hits harder when you're around a massive group of people. Like yeah. if you're walking through campus and you're feeling lonely, it's gonna hit a lot harder when oh, you see yeah. everybody else and you're just assuming everybody else has the best yeah. friends and everything. But yeah. I guarantee, if you looked a little harder, there's people that are in the exact same situation as yourself. Yeah. You know? But you just just hovering close to each other, but yeah. yet on their own. If it's but, if it's twenty seconds of confidence to give a to give even a club or society or somebody that you heard of or somebody in your team's lecture or something like that, twenty seconds of confidence to just give them a text. That's it. There you go. Yeah. Sorted. Do you know I mean it's not going to work every time? But I I always I live by the twenty seconds of confidence rule. If you don't, ah, it's, it, it's rare it doesn't work either though. I know what I mean yeah. you can't guarantee, but like. Nearly always something comes out of it. Like yeah. I, I think of, I think of some of the people I met in my life, and it was, it was just one of one or the other of us just turned around to that, how you, you know, whatever, and then it's just that's how it starts. Exactly, I mean, yeah. how do you meet people? Like if you like, probably most would think of our childhood friends, but you probably at some point somebody would have like said hello to the other person, but you just don't remember because you're maybe your kid or something. But uh, like it's the same in any other life. There's the reason. But if if I think then of like the friends I know kind of most a lot of them are from activities that i was involved in because you so have that shared was, interest already yeah so just, and you're just you already have a conversation there yeah you just start chanting to pee and then all of a sudden it's like oh well it sounds sounds just going for we're going for that later on today do you want to go and then that's it then then you're you know th- then that's that's it pretty much you have a group of mates like it's just that's how it works like nobody i think i think the, the trick as well is to not overthink it as well mm-hmm. it's not be thinking like there's a formula to this you know yeah um I remember I had a student in with me who was struggling and I, I was kind of t- telling them to, you know, do this, do that and kind of get involved in something and they were coming back on. Yeah, but I, I went and I tried and I was like, okay, but like, you're, you're really overthinking it. Like, it's almost like you're building it up as a big thing. You just need yeah. to, you just need to, like, yeah, your own interests are massive because at least if you enjoy the content 
of whatever a group is doing or whatever, like at least you can enjoy that. And then you just feel a bit more natural. But as if you're trying to go into a, I don't know, Taekwondo society, right? You don't, you, ne- you never like Taekwondo. You talk, oh, maybe I'll meet people there that start saying loads of It's like, well, you probably just feel even more awkward then. You go to that. Like, so true. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just not going to fit in at all then. Then you'll really feel like a, a, a kind of a, a duck out of water. So yeah, just go yeah. with your, go with I your passions. I have such a like. thing. I have such a thing about that as well. Where you hype yourself up for situations. Like I, now that I'm absolutely out myself, I would, I can't make phone calls. I like I, I can't I remember I had to make a doctor's appointment and I, I waited three months to do it because I kept trying to hype myself up to do it <laughs> which is so bad and like it's funny I could stand up in a room full of people and I could chat no problem at all but I can't make phone calls like so I like, will, co- cold calling would be the worst thing forever for you you went into a sales job oh you had your God, cold I calling. hate that so much and then <laughs> I always try and even then every time I finish a phone call I'm like absolutely sweating buckets because I'm like <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember what I said on the phone. I would much rather text or much rather email or even do like a video call because I like or face to face because at least you can kind of gauge what people are thinking. Oh, what yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So like a, the silence on a phone call will kill you. Somebody went a bit quiet. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> no, I'm actually getting that. I'm getting nervous thinking about <laughs> phone calls. And then now me and Niall share an office here. I am. Um, I won't do any phone calls with him. I had to ring somebody yesterday and I went out and um, I was standing in the hall and I realised it was a bit noisy. So I found the room. There was nobody in and I was like, okay, now I'll call in here. It took me about 20 minutes to hype myself up to do it and they didn't even answer. I but there crying. you go. Did anyone listen to this? There, there's there's Anna now, you know, one of the one of the uh, the Sabats who's, who's struggling with, you know, make a phone. Like we all have, I'd be the same. I'd probably be, not with phone calls, but yeah, sometimes new situations, even for me, like even... The, I've been forced to do things in, in my role that just I would wouldn't have come naturally to me. But like going to a group of like um, if you just see a group of young people, and I want to just get a message out there. I'm trying to spread news about an event or something. But just even getting into the middle of a group and going, oh hey guys, just want to let you, you know, yeah, I used to hate that. I'm just yeah. like oh god, I just think you think everybody's judging me or you know, you know what just, I do? I always, I'm gonna get crucified here, like you know. I always like join the group and try and make it like kind of comedic, and I'll just like join the group and just join into the conversation. Will you, and will you, flo- will you flow in like a kind of shadow? Just yeah, oh, like I did it the other day. They were obviously campus tours are coming about, but I was waiting for them to come over to speak. But they were standing over the other side, and the orientation leaders were talking about the student union building. So yeah. I went over and I joined the tour, and I turned to them like this little shite, isn't it? And they were just like, like hey. and then I came back and I was the one giving them the talk, and they were just like, hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Poor person giving the talks, like, oh, Jay's on a ruining me vibe here. Yeah, exactly. You just think of like those group conversations you go in. Uh, I've seen it before, like, I remember like Alan Partridge, Alan Partridge did a few of them. If anybody is listening, knows Alan Partridge, but you just go into like, you just kind of flow into a conversation with like four or five people, and you just start laughing then at the jokes as if you were there all along. Yeah. Like, and, just be so cringy, like when you think about it, like you know. Well, that, that's not the reality. Like the reality no, is different. Yeah. The people just you just start. You just need to start talking. Yeah. Like that—that that is the the hardest thing. But that's all you need to do. A friend of mine once said that she uh she puts herself in uncomfortable situations constantly, and I was God. like, "You are crazy." I was <laughs> like, "What?" I, I didn't understand it, and then she explained that she said because we dwell so much on what on like the outcome of situations even though we don't have any ideas she said i put myself in the uncomfortable situations so yeah. that the next time you do it it's going to be more comfortable the next time you do it it's going to yeah. be more and then next thing you'll do anything like and and you know what we do we always talk ourselves out of things we um, do like uh, it's a massive thing like mm-hmm. particularly i think when you're still building up your confidence or you're like if you're a student you're at a certain stage where you're still building up your confidence um outside of what would have been your kind of bubble of all your teenagers and so now you're you know and it, yeah the amount of times i see people like just they, they'll get so close and then just think up a million reasons why they shouldn't do that or they shouldn't go there or they shouldn't say hello or they shouldn't yeah. instead as you said yeah. maybe just taking the plunge and just going yeah ah do you know what let's just do it and once it's done then she can't go back that's there is a, um, <laughs> for good or bad oh my god i i need to stop reminiscing it's going to become like a like an ongoing joke uh, I, I do it all the time don't worry about um but you're getting older anna I'm not old. I'm just, I'm only 20. Older, I said. Older. Older. But when we were in, I think it was religion class in secondary school, my, we had a great teacher and she, 
she showed us, I can't remember who was doing the talk or something, but it was like a TED talk or something on um, YouTube. And she made us all write down in the notebooks, um, you have five seconds to, use to take action or you'll change your mind. And I was like, this is a little shy. But uh, <laughs> then I like, she explained it properly. And it's like, even if you're getting up in the morning, once you hit five seconds, you're not going to do it unless you've taken action. And when yeah, you're you jump grabbing up. your phone or just like yeah. rolling over or something, but it works in like other situations there. Like if you were sitting there and you, you want to do something really badly, after five seconds, you're going to talk yourself out of it. Yeah. You're going to doubt yourself. You know? So just go, just go for it. Yeah. Just yeah. like take action, no matter if that's just making a movement or saying the first word of something. Then you'll know whether it's the right thing to do. do you it's know? true. Like, it's, yeah, if you didn't want to go somewhere, but if you stand up and just grab your jacket, yeah. then yeah. probably you're just going to go then, you know, you're, you're halfway like, there. Like. Another, like, moving on from that then, is like, you know, you, sometimes you'd be too afraid to say things because you're already scared of the outcome, but you don't know what the outcome is. Yeah. And, like, you know, I, I always find it's, it's easier to say sorry than to say no at all. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. I, like, I'm the biggest... That's a Ronan Keaton song, I think, is it? Or... Is it? Oh <laughs> no, my God. no, no, it just sounds, it sounds like it. It's like, you say nothing. Yeah, we didn't say nothing at all. Yeah, just when you said say nothing. But, um, yeah, but like, I'll be the first to say if I say something and then I think about it or somebody, you know, proves you wrong or you, you learn more about a situation, it's very easy. You just go, okay, you know, that's what I said. I um, wasn't as informed. I'm more informed now. And this is my idea. Oh, ah, yeah. Like it. You know what I mean? I suppose you build up your skin as well, don't you? you kind of your, yeah. your 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 armor and stuff. To you know, you start yeah. to just take things on the chin a bit more. I think that's the. I suppose the other side I'd, I'd often say to people like it's things I've kind of learned as well is like, well, what's the worst that could happen? Like you know, yeah, like, yeah. You know, like if I think of even if I think of going back even when I was in in college, like you know, if I was afraid to go over to a group or I was afraid to do it, like what's the worst that could happen? Like, and it's it's not going to happen. Like you know, it's not. Yeah. It's not like those movies in America where like everybody's gonna turn around and start like just shouting at you and all and just. <laughs> it's like it's not. It's just maybe you go over. Maybe you won't click with the people that are there, but that's fine. Then you just there's other people that you'll. you'll Absolutely. You know, if we're talking about just meeting people, like they are, like what if you want to ask somebody out? Like I mean, what's the like? If you say no, that's okay. That's fine. You just that's okay. You know, at least you know now, and you're not dwelling on it for months. <laughs> you know, like a lot of those. A lot of times, once you know, then at least you can move on. I think it's yeah. a thinking about, oh, will I do this? Will I do that? Do you know? Just go and do I it. Think, I think that's probably like a really nice note to kind of finish the episode on because we'll be blabbering on for two hours. Yeah. We, we don't stop. But it, it's like kind of the key theme here is that nobody cares. Not not in a bad way. Nobody yeah. cares as in do what you want. Do what you, you want. Say yeah. what you want. Go yeah. and take. It can be forgotten about time. 10 seconds later. Yeah. Exactly. Campus is busy. People are flying around the place. I think when now is your chance to experiment. Yeah, when you're we thinking yeah. about getting involved, or when you're thinking about making friends or anything, just have that in the back of your head that yeah. it's it's the Middle community. People are chatting. This is this is completely normal to walk up to your group and say, "Hey, do you know what I mean?" <laughs> it's one of the few places you get away with it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. And it's yeah. great. It's great. But anyway, we'll finish up on uh, if you have it prepared. If you don't, uh, one line win. One for the win. One line win. Will you go, you so, go first? Have, okay. have you got something? I have something from uh, last week. So right. uh, <laughs> this is going to sound really weird. <laughs> but my favorite thing during, so we did a lot of orientation talks last week and my voice was completely gone. And you heard it last uh, week. Yeah, I heard completely it. Completely yeah. gone. And I Husky, Alison Moye voice. Yeah. I, but I cracked up every single time we were given orientation talks. Luke, our welfare quality <laughs> officer, he would turn and he would be talking about, you know, the free condoms, the free lube. And he every time he'd mention the lube, he'd go, if you're feeling slippery. And it made, it always made everybody either crack up laughing or extremely uncomfortable. But I would just pissing myself laughing about it. So uh, that is my one for the week anyway. And then my pin <laughs> would probably be um, that my voice went for the week. But honestly, that was grand. <laughs> That's just pretty cool. It's very, it's very hard to not. I don't know. I just don't. I don't think society will ever change. I think people talk about Lou, but still, it's kind of funny. Like you know, it's, it's, yeah, we're all open and you know, world has changed and everything. But still, yeah, a lot of humor yeah. and all that. It's great. But um, yeah, my, my um, the one for the bin, or I go with the win first of all. Is I'm back in the gym here on campus finally. Ooh. 
So yeah, delighted. And anybody that hasn't gone over there should check it out because it's free. free yeah, it's a good place yeah. just to clear the head, mental, you know, mental health yeah, and all that. Just get too. whatever you're I, into. I say I haven't been in yet. But <laughs> no, it's good, but it's good because you, when you walk in, you don't. There's not all the weights there, so you don't feel like that's true. There's yeah. some lad lifting like you know, hundred hundred kilos or whatever. Like well, you obviously well, I doubt you will be, but it, you know, you don't feel intimidated. You come because mm-hmm. a lot of people go into gyms, they feel intimidated. They see the weights, people forced. These are like all the serious heads. You go in, it's it's a nice friendly place, and it's, you can just go in and jump on a treadmill or do whatever you want. Um, so yeah, I'd recommend that to you. But yeah, no, that was a win for me. Just going back and just, uh, just yeah, just trying to get myself right again. But then, like instantly, you go one for the bin. Then because you come out and it's like, well, and this pretty comes back to let's give it up a campus. Like I couldn't get in the healthy. So I was having like sugar lunches, just going getting a coffee in the Danish like for my lunch. So like that, that needs to stop. Yeah, it's just disappointing. So that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. that's my win and bin. Brilliant, brilliant. And if you all have wins or bins or. Um, experiences, know, yeah. stories, um, advice, even uh, make sure to email us tmm at msu.ie and you can get your free mug, which are yeah, you want to hear from you. Which nobody has actually seen these mugs yet, so if you want to be the first, then um, yeah, you know, yeah, very fancy, kind of neon colors and all, pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, make sure you subscribe and hit the like notification thing as well. So, uh you won't miss an episode because we do have more interesting topics coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, like and you- Shag Week, for example, which uh, we're talking more about the lube as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll be no doubt an awkward conversation for me anyway. I look forward to that one. It <laughs> would be comfort zone. <laughs> okay, so uh, thanks Cheers, everybody. Anna. Make sure to email us gmm at msu.ie. See you guys. Can't wait for uh, you can't wait to listen to our lovely voices every week. So yeah. Woo.